0: There you
1: go. Now you're recording. Where's showing Sean show, Michelle, buddy? Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Can't hear him. One, two, three. Four. Oh, no, that don't sound. Right. <laughs> hey, guess what, Clint? That must mean. Uh, and we got a big interview this time. Big interview. Big, big. interview. We got the left tackle. The man that watches K.J.'s blindside. Finally, a real position player that we can connect with. Right. We understand Luke Jones, the Razorback starting left tackle, the man who fought and earned that position this year. He joins us for this podcast.
2: dude. We can't be
1: more excited to have him.
2: Unbelievable guy. Unbelievable interview. Man, you realize how hard this guy had to work and how patient he had to be. I mean, just he is the definition of grit and perseverance.
1: That's right. And and and, and doing a great job. And, look, we, we talk a little bit about Saturday, folks. And, yes, they're disappointed. And uh, and he, he talks a little bit about that. But we also talk about lots of other things. And so um, uh, just watch this one. Enjoy it. Luke's a great guy, a great young man, very respectful. Um, his just neat guy, neat guy, and um, and really, really gave us a lot of good things, uh, good answers to our questions, and and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we got to thank uh, Mike Floyd, who helps us out so much on this, and we also got to thank Hometown Roofing.
2: That's right, hometown the roof,
1: Robert Cammy, either one. If your roof is got leaking or or it just looks bad, if it, if you've had a hell storm within the last few months, you know storms went through just the other night. Um, if there's some damage to your roof, call them up. It don't cost you a thing. They'll come check it out, tell you if you need a new roof, and they'll work with you with your insurance company to get you a new roof. Okay. So check them out, but uh, enjoy this podcast, folks. This is a good one. These players, Clint, I, every one of them are great guys. Yeah, great guys. And Luke, it, it was right up there with them. Man, this was a lot of fun talking to him, and uh, we'll, uh, folks, enjoy it. Boom! Good stuff. Woo pig. Woo pig. They're going to beat them Tigers. Here we go. Kick it, Sean. One, two, three, four. You ever seen a lame man walk? Never heard a dumb man talk? Never seen a blind man see. I promise you a change You ever seen a canceled death? Ever seen all a poor get fed? Ever seen a prisoner set free? I promise you a change my love changes me. My love changes me. My love changes me. 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 Can't you hear me now? Church, can't you hear me now? Ever seen a broken heart made whole? Ever seen an orphan find a home? Ever seen the weak find the strength? What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? It's the Big C, Bigger T podcast. I'm your boy, Bigger T. And Clint, Big C. We finally did it, man. We did it. We've arrived. We got a real football player on the podcast. Not that
2: the other ones weren't, but...
1: Well, they had the jerseys and... They, you know, they play those other positions, you know, whatever. We got an offensive lineman, not just an offensive lineman, Clint. We have the left tackle, the blindside blocker, the the man, Luke Jones from the Razorbacks. Luke, how you doing, man?
0: Doing good. Thank y'all for having me.
1: Man, it's good to have you on here. We're excited. We're excited to talk some real football with a real position player. <laughs> hey, this, this is good stuff. See, to- he's
2: making sure we never get another position. <laughs> <laughs> you going have you gonna you gonna be reaching out to a secondary player? Like, no, I heard what you said to lose. Right,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, come on and prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. No, no, seriously, they, they'll understand. Big boys got to stick together.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: Well, man, Luke, uh, we we sure do appreciate you uh, coming on, and uh, we're looking forward to this conversation. And, look, we know we just want to forget Saturday, right? Moving on. Toss it out. Move it on. But I do want to say this. You know, fans are disappointed right now. Fans are upset right now. But I can promise you no one is more upset and more disappointed. the players and the coaches because y'all are the ones that put your sweat and blood out there Mm -hmm. and um now and you got to turn around right now fix the things that need to be fixed because those dirty tigers from LSU are coming into town and we know we want to send them back with their tails between their legs so what What's the mindset got a what, What's the mindset happening with the team right now? What's the What you know, you're you're an older guy on the team. You're a redshirt senior, right? Yes, sir. So you know you've you've been around. You're you're probably one of the ones stepping up, helping set that mindset. What kind of mindset do y'all need to go into this week with to turn that around and and to send them tigers packing?
0: Right. So. I mean, Saturday was Saturday, you know, obviously it was not what we expected the outcome to be at all. Very tough, very just disturbing loss, if you know what I mean. And it's just that one stung. That one's going to sting for a while, but now we're moving on to playing the number six, seven team in the nation. And, you know, it's today we went over the film, made our corrections, moving on. And now we got, we just got to get back to Arkansas football. We got to find our identity again, you know, something that we lost on Saturday of, really finishing plays, straining through blocks. I know the O-line had one of its tougher days that it's had in the past couple of years, and we take that personally. You know, we have a big – We're, you know, we're going to get it back and go going, and the guys on the team are coming back stronger than ever, and we're just sticking together, and we're excited for this weekend.
1: Man, and that's what, and that's what we want to hear, man, and that's what – and I just wanted to say that. I want to start off with that because we had to acknowledge the game, right? Mm-hmm. but I think it's important for fans to remember, you know, fans get all butthurt about stuff Yeah, we're the ones playing the game. You're the ones that are really, that are really dealing with that pain. We're yeah. just a bunch of wannabes out there that, you know, <laughs> they've got a little keyboard so we can make some noise and sound all tough. But the truth is it it, it hurts y'all and and you want to make it better. You're not, you know, you're not going out this week. Oh, well, for sure yeah now you grew up in the Little Rock area right yes sir I did okay did you grow up and you went to PA
0: I went to PA I grew up in western Little Rock kind of almost by Ferndale if you know where that is yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. nice area out there
0: yeah out yeah. right over there well um
1: now what you not like going a- to PA what'd you say what was it like going to PA and playing for Kevin Kelly?
0: Oh, man. That was an experience like no other. And what's crazy is that's all I knew at the time. And at the time, I didn't know what really any other high schools were doing things differently. Like, you know, we're going for on every fourth down, going on onsides every single game, never punting the ball. So whatever, I remember just growing up, getting to junior, senior year, and all these other high schools are like, what y'all are doing is not normal. Like, it's not normal. You know, Coach mm-hmm. Kelly is a – I don't know how to put this. He's a very smart coach, but he does have times where he does things that are very unorthodox. But, I mean, it was really fun playing for him, and he's a big role model in my life, and we still talk all the time. And I was blessed to play with him, and I think it was a really good experience playing at PA. Yeah.
2: Now, did you ever go to the movies with him? Because he's an avid movie Yes. We because did. I used to be the assistant GM at the Breckenridge movie theater. in a pretty Yeah. Long. And so he'd come in all the time. So I actually got to know coach Kelly a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He he,
2: he would, I'd see him at least once a week.
0: Yeah. yeah. He loved, he loved going to the movies, you know, as a team, whenever we would travel to out of state games, like I remember we played in Utah against East high where they filmed high school musical, uh, we played over there in Utah and we went to the movie theater. You know, every time we'd have a travel game, like we went played in Kentucky my junior year. We always go to the movies. And I think any chance he got, sometimes, sometimes during school, like when we had our football period, the last period, we instead of doing our walkers, we go see a movie. And it's just, I think it's his way of just kind of like keeping us distracted from, I don't know, trying to be too nervous for the games or anything, but he definitely loved his movies for sure.
1: That's
2: pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't you know, know that, that, did you, Travis? I didn't know that. That's, That's Insider cool. knowledge on this one. That's, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: See, y'all can't. You now, they, you know, one time they went back it was way back when Houston Nutt was the coach, but mm-hmm. they actually came in, brought the entire team into Breckenridge. And because I was the inside man, I got Travis to low down. Yeah. Tickets to that. Yeah, he got tickets to the movie. Right.
1: Thing. Yeah, it was, it was, it was before the OSU game. That was the, uh, was that the London Crawford Miracle Markham 2 game? Miracle uh, Markham? The second Miracle Markham game where uh they, I think it's
2: before that. Because it, it was, anyway, yeah, because McFadden yeah, Clay,
1: was Clint calls me up and says, Hey man, you're coming to the movies Friday night.
0: Yeah.
1: Or Thursday, whenever it was. I was like, no, I ain't going to the movies. So he's there ain't no movies I want to see. He's like, you're coming to watch the new Jennifer Aniston movie. I like, <laughs> sure didn't want to see that. It was some dumb movie. <laughs> and uh, he's like, he's like, Travis, the Hogs are coming, and they're going to be in there. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go watch a movie with the Razorback. <laughs> that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you know, that's something that we still do uh, here in Arkansas whenever we have night games. So for Missouri State this year and A&M, we went and saw a movie uh, both nights before those. We'll probably do it for Ole Miss. Next week too. Appreciate. Sure yeah, that there.
1: got announced today. You finally get a night game. Yeah, uh, nice. I saw a tweet the other day that someone said, uh, "If you ever feel like you're useless, remember there's lots in Donald W. Reynolds right I, the Stadium." I saw that. I
2: saw that.
0: <laughs>
2: Did you feel like today at practice it was like nighttime? Considering you know, it looks like it's nine o'clock. At
0: That's funny. Yeah, it's funny you say that. It was, I think, four forty-five or something. The sun was setting. And I just—it's weird because you know yeah. we're always out there all day long, and it's normally about this time it starts getting darker pretty early. But I forgot about the time change that happened on Saturday night, and it's getting dark real quick now. Yeah. Sure. Well,
1: man, from uh, PA, you—you—you uh, you, you were pretty heavily recruited, but you—I think you committed pretty early to Notre Dame, didn't you?
0: So uh, I committed to Arkansas first. Oh, did you? Okay. Committed to Arkansas when Brett Bielema was here Mm -hmm. uh, and Kurt Anderson was the O-line coach. Um, They they had gotten fired during my senior year fall. Like right Mm -hmm. after my senior year, they had gotten fired. And I remember it was December. I was looking at Arkansas. They had had just brought Coach Morrison. And I was talking to Morrison. I was like, I don't really know if I want to go. Brand new staff. Oh, I don't really know anyone. Notre Dame had reached out to me prior, and I told them, no, I'm going to Arkansas. So I went up there on a couple visits. Ended up committing to Notre Dame, flipping from Arkansas. That was a pretty rough Twitter day. I'm not going to lie. I it was. I remember. Uh, just, I'm
1: sorry for all those. No, just joking.
0: My bad, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, – Yeah, but went there for a year and ended up transferring back, which ended up being a great Twitter day. So they came back onto my side after that one, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: So what was it like playing up at Notre Dame?
0: Cold. Cold. Very cold. Very cold. Uh, It was different, you know. It was a great experience, you know, to play under Coach Kelly and be part of that program. But, you know, my heart belongs in Arkansas, and that's where I knew I needed to be. Were you a fan of the movie Rudy? I was I was not, actually. I was not, but I've seen it before. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, it's a good movie.
1: Clinton and I are big fans, so. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a the movie. I like
0: the movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Apparently, Rudy in real life is not very nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a lot of that Joe
2: movie. Joe Montana's not a fan. I know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of that movie wasn't all that accurate, or some of it wasn't all that accurate, but, you know, yeah. still, it's still it a good movie. An inspirational movie a
0: good movie
1: for sure but you know well, clinton I, I, Clint I grew up in the days where um you know we didn't have cable mm-hmm. and so notre dame was on channel four they were the only school with a tv the only one with a tv right. and so channel four out of little rock we could get it
0: yeah
1: on just an antenna mm-hmm. so you could watch notre dame play every week and i couldn't watch the razorbacks play every week because, you know, unless they were playing a big game, they was not on TV.
0: Really?
1: And so, um, I, you know, I was a Razorback fan first, of course, but I have rooted for Notre Dame a lot. You know, Jerome Bettis and Ricky Waters and, yeah. and a bunch of those guys back in the day. But, He's uh,
2: making us sound so old right now. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. You, hey, the, touchdown,
1: Jesus. Touchdown, Jesus. Touchdown, Jesus. Uh,
2: that was there for sure. Yeah, we had 4, 7, and 11. And I was the remote control. Yes, <laughs> like, okay. like, Clint, go turn it to 7.
1: <laughs> so you transferred back. Did you transfer back under
0: Morris? You did, didn't you? I did for his last year. Uh, ineligible, sat <laughs> out that whole year, and then became Pittman, I'm pretty sure.
1: Did you redshirt
0: yeah. when you transferred back? Uh, so you? I redshirted it at Notre Dame and then transferred – And had to sit out a year. So, my first year playing was COVID year. That was chaotic. So, Yeah. Yeah. What was
2: that like for you? I mean, because here you are, you're finally going to get to dress up for Arkansas, and there's so much uncertainty, you know, whether we're going to, you know, whether you're going to get to play, what that's going to look like, and testing every day before practice. It had to be a nightmare.
0: And I'm glad it's over, I'm not going to lie, because there was a lot of just COVID testing, wearing masks, spacing out, we were having meetings in our meeting rooms, we're meeting in the indoor, in our indoor facility, all spread out with inflatable, uh, like, screens to watch film on, it was a whole, it was a whole different, it was like a decade ago, if I'm being honest, but, yeah, I did not miss those times at all.
2: You know, that, that was not a fun year, it, yeah. it, it, No, it it was funnier
1: for anybody, but I'm sure for like a football team trying to. Yeah. A hundred so guys trying to keep everybody from, you know, contact, you know.
2: Now, how hard hard was that? Because you got to think about that. Y'all going to play Georgia, first game of that year. Y'all didn't have a, you've got a brand new head coach, brand new defensive coordinator, brand new offensive line coach for you and y'all don't have a spring, spring gets canceled. Mm-hmm. So now y'all have got fall to put in this new system. And, you know, and I'm pretty confident, Kendall Brown's offense, probably there's a lot of calls and a lot of moving pieces. How hard was it to get that down for you guys?
0: Um, know, out of time. It was pretty difficult, but I will say when we came back in the summer, because we hadn't had spring ball, we really started doing way more walkthroughs why I say walkthroughs, they're pretty much like practices, like run-throughs mm-hmm. during the summer to really get the install going. Because, I mean, we, we didn't have spring ball. And that's really when you install for all the new guys, that like all the freshmen that can come in early to get in early on the playbook. And especially for us with a whole new staff, that was really the prime time to get everything going. And then I just remember coming back for that summer. It was pretty heavy. But we had we had uh, Zoom meetings almost every single day um, during COVID, from March until About May, when we came back, I think it was June, early June, late May. We had done Zoom every single day for a couple hours on end of just going over position meetings and then unit meetings and then stuff like that. So they did a good job with it.
1: So pretty much had to make up for those physical reps with mental reps, I guess. Yeah, right. Trying to work through everything, get everything, but it helped. And y'all had, you know, when you came back and had a pretty good. Yeah decent start there yeah it's nice Talk about that, that transition from Morris to Pittman what was that like for you um
0: I love Coach Pittman. you know I like I like what he's done and how he's turned this program around and you know I'm very grateful to have him as my head coach and especially as an O-line coach you know he's very critical of us and, you know I think that makes us better as a unit and He's a good coach. I'm glad of what I'm happy what he's done here. And obviously, you know, with the last week being a tough loss as it is, um, we're not looking back on it at all. And you got great things to come in the future here. Yeah.
1: Oh,
2: no, and I am and that's gotta be because I was in a similar situation, you know. I play, say played it is a is a overstatement, um, or understatement, no overstatement. Yeah. I got to dress out and hang out on the sidelines, Lou. At Arkansas Tech, but our head coach Steve Mullins, um, who was on this podcast and told me and Travis that we're fat and we're not doing to get anything in shape. Oh, I've got it's out of context, and I wish I could cut it out and make it my ringtone on my phone. Uh, <laughs> Travis Clint, y'all are fat and you're not doing anything to get in shape. And <laughs> it's a six second clip, and I've listened to it two thousand times. Yeah, it's coach. The funniest thing in the world, too. Um <laughs> but yeah, he uh but he was he was the offensive line coach, but he's also the head coach, so it's a different kind of animal altogether. When, you know, I guess your head coach is considered the greatest offensive line coach in the country.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. So now, when it comes to playing offensive line, you've played pretty much every position um, in, in your time. You know, you, I guess it. You started out at center. I guess was, did you play center in high
0: school? I played left tackle in high school. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes, sir. But you were a center at Notre Dame. Yeah, I went from left tackle in high school, center at Notre Dame, came to Arkansas, played some center, mostly guard, played guard for the last two years, and then rotated back into tackle. So it's really come full circle from when I first started. But, yeah, it's definitely been a crazy experience, you know. But it's also helped me in my knowledge of football, knowing all five spots and being have – Played there for semesters on end, and tell me become more knowledgeable of what to do overall. Now in
1: the off season and the and, the, and preseason this year, you know we that was the big question. You know who's going to be the left tackle,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it seemed like uh, when people would talk, you were just almost a placeholder. Mm-hmm. Is the way it was the way it kind of was perceived as reporters were reporting it. You know, because, you know, we're not insiders or anything. So we're, you know, we're not at practice or nothing like that. But they would talk about, well, you know, whenever this happens, they're going to move so and so over there and all this stuff. But then all of a sudden you kept, like, all of a sudden they start talking, well, maybe Luke Jones is going to be it. Well, he's got to get, maybe he's got a shot to be it. And then all of a sudden he's the man. Now you had to fight for that position. Talk about what that was like having to earn that spot because, you know, they were, they were trying out several people with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Really, that's been the story of my career, if I'm being honest. Um, it's really just been a constant years of battling for positions, battling for playing time. And, you know, 2020, I was battling for a spot with our left guard, Brady Latham, who's one of my very good friends. And, you know, we had a good battle and he's won that spot. Two years in a row when I was his backup, I'd come in sometimes during the game and get some reps in. But me knowing that this was my last year, you know, and having that less tackle spot open, and I wouldn't say it really pushed me to play harder, to work harder, because I feel like I was doing that already as it was, but just trying to remain more consistent, you know. And like you were saying, there were a bunch of reports you like, oh, he's probably not going to be the tackle. Oh, he's not, you know, all that stuff. But I just try to tune that out. And I'm glad and blessed to be in the position that I am today. and I think it's been a pretty
1: good year. Well, man, I, I I think it says a lot about you because, like I said, I would, you know, I'd pay attention to the the trade biddies and the people like that, you know, and they would bring reports back and they would be like, yeah, yeah, whenever, you know, when Dalton gets back, they're going to bring Crawford over there. And when, you know, and when, when this is going to happen, they're going to do this. And I'm like, I'm hearing about all these other ones and even freshmen, Yep. But the one consistent was you were there the whole time, it seemed like. And then all of a sudden they start we start hearing, well, maybe, you know, and the coaches start saying, Luke's got a good chance to win this. He's got a good chance to win this. And then of course you do. And I, you know, that that does say a lot about you, I think, because um because it was almost like they were trying to give it to somebody else, but you kept saying, No, sir, it's mine, baby. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah. Yeah, I got this spot. <laughs> I feel like that some days for sure. Yep, that's awesome, dude. That's great.
2: So dude. now, Luke, on the offensive line, one thing we always do did at Tech is we find ourselves at the CC's buffet on occasion. <laughs> so y'all y'all find yourselves at a pizza buffet. <laughs> who's eating out of the office, all the office line? Who's putting the most away? Oh, Ricky. Oh,
0: Ricky. Rick. Ricky, one of the smaller guys, <laughs> Ricky Stromberg, our center. Yeah, well, he used to be one of the smaller guys. He I mean. used to be, he used to be. He's gained a lot of um, weight. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say he can eat the most for sure. Yeah, really? the fastest. He can eat the fastest for sure. I don't know about the most. The most, God, that's a tough one. It's either between Ricky or Wags, Dalton. Uh, Ricky can eat the fastest, though, if that matters gotcha i
2: can see wags putting them putting putting down some pizza i can
0: put them back for sure yeah.
2: <laughs> now were you jealous when he
0: got his wwe nil no no i was not but i think i don't think anything else suits him better than that to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i thought we because it's funny we all joked about it with him for years like ever since i first got here just you know, he's tall long hair looks he looks like a WWE guy, you know, they came in with that uh NIL deal, and that was just hilarious. And me thought it was awesome. He thought it was awesome too.
2: That's you know, great. I I wouldn't have turned it down if I was him. That's yeah,
0: not- for sure. <laughs> like yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, tell us about uh you know, you're going against, you know, some of the defensive ends out there. You know, we've we've had Jordan Dominic on here. We talked a little bit off there about him. Um but we got, uh, I guess, Ricky Williams, you know uh, – well, not Ricky. Uh,
0: Zach.
1: Huh? Zach. Zach. Zach Williams. Sorry, Ricky's his dad. Yeah, that's his dad, yeah. Gosh, I'm old. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, He's old. He's really old. Sad <laughs> thing I was like five years old when he played, so I don't know. I, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um but talk about some of those and those defenses, you know, you got like a Hampton and Ball and some of those guys. Who are some of those guys that's
0: really impressed you on the D-line this year? Oh, man, you know, we have a great D-line. And each of them to their own has their own personal attributes that are just dominant. And, you know, some one person that I've done to go against really the most, I'd say is Zach. Williams uh from camp and spring ball just for being a tackle and I'd say he's he's got the longest arms of like any d-line on our team I think Uh, maybe other than Landon Jackson but he's, he's got he can get he can press off you get the long arm in get that ball rush going you know it's been a great opportunity because the guys that I go against like Derek Hall and this week BJ Ozilary you know they've got really long arms so it's helped me uh be able to prepare for these moments, you know, because, I mean, he's a great player. I love Zach. He's got a great personality, and he's helped me a lot this offseason for sure and during the season.
2: So would you say he's probably the defensive end that gives you the most fits over there?
0: Yeah. I'd say him, Eric Gregory, Landon Jackson, and Dominic, for sure, all four of them are the guys I go against the majority of the time during uh, practices that they're great. You know, they're great to go against because they all give me great looks that prepare me for Saturdays.
1: What is, what has impressed you about Landon Jackson? We have him coming on
0: next week, so we. Uh... Yeah. He's a freak. You know, he's quick, and for being as tall as big as he is, you don't really, you don't really realize it, but he plays like it for sure. You know, he plays. He's six seven, I think. That's how tall he is, but you wouldn't really feel like he's 6'7", but he, you can, you know, when you're blocking him, it feels like he's 6'7", because his arms are so long. And yeah. he does a great job of getting separation and great job in pass rush of getting your hands off and ripping under and grabbing hands and throwing them. And he's a great player, and that's also been another person I've had uh, great encounters with during practices that's helped me become better for sure, too. Well, tell us about uh,
1: what it's like blocking for KJ out there.
0: Yeah. Oh man, we love KJ. You know he puts it all out on the line every single Saturday. You know it's that's that's someone that you want to have at your quarterback position. You know someone that's tough and gritty and will fight for those extra yards. You know doesn't care about getting tackled as you've seen on Saturdays. He'll dive he'll dive at you if you're a safety. You know he's not scared to get in there and get dirty. And you know that's someone that as a lineman you take pride in blocking for because you know being a lineman is very physical, very gritty and it's been awesome to block him this year.
1: And there's a, it seems like just kind of watching y'all, you know, once again from afar, watching on TV, things like that. Um, there seems that when he's in a groove, it just seems to be a confidence factor in all y'all. Mm-hmm. That when when he's when he's on his game, uh, you know, kind of like that, you know, that last drive against BYU. Mm-hmm. Y'all just took over, said, here, we're closing this game out, you know. And you all have done that several times. You, you know, you all have been really good about that and kind of closing games out, keeping the defense off the field so mm-hmm. they could rest, you know. And that, that's something that, you know, that Arkansas struggled with, you know, especially like under Chad Morris there and things like that. But um, there just seems to be a – when he's confident, when he when he's in a groove – it just kind of gets
0: the rest everybody else confident. Is that, is that something I'm seeing correctly? For sure, absolutely, yeah. You know, he comes up to us and always tells us to play with some swagger, you know, play with some confidence. And, you know, being an old lineman is, you know, really trying to, you know what I'm saying, like, if those are skill positions. That's a skill position job, you know, play with some swagger, you know, all that stuff. But he's saying that to us, and we're like, yeah, KJ, you know, do your thing, we got you. And he's as confident as he's ever been, and it's awesome blocking for him, for sure.
1: Well, talk about your offensive line coach. There's a lot of talk about him, uh, Coach Kennedy. He's uh, handpicked by Pittman. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, I think everybody knew when they when he came in at uh, as a tight end coach that he would end up as the offensive line coach down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about what it's like playing for him.
0: Yeah, I mean he's very he's a great coach. You know, he's very knowledgeable of and he does a great job teaching us about the looks that the defenses are going to give us, you know. Um, He was a GA for Coach Pittman at Georgia, and then I remember when he came here as a tight ends coach, everyone knew that, and we knew he'd probably morph into the O-line coach. Uh, We didn't know it happened so fast, but uh, it did, and we were happy to have him. You know, he's, ever since day one, has pushed all of us to be the best we can be, and, you know, he's very, he's very, it's nice having a coach that you can go up and talk to, you know, talk to about, like, you have a question on a play of certain look, you know, hey, Coach Kennedy, like, can we go over this again? Yeah, for sure. You know, you know he'll draw it up, we'll walk through it, we'll go over it until he knows that you got it right. So he just, he does a great job of trying to instill confidence in us um, to play to where we can go as fast as possible.
2: So now, one of the things that I, I, I can relate on as far as being an offensive line to play college ball is it can be a mundane thing. Um, it's especially during camp. A fault. What what is a practice like for, for a University of Arkansas offensive lineman? Because they're I know they're not sexy. Yeah, they're not fun. It's not it's not running through the A and playing in the it is ugly and it is gritty. What 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 would your typical few periods look like?
0: Really, whenever you go to practice, you gotta just flip a switch. You know, you know it's gonna be physical. There's no way around that. I mean, playing the position that of offensive line, you can't have a day where you can't be physical and going full speed, you know. So, you know, we always start off with uh, pods, which are like we call them pods. It's basically just you and the D lineman face to face, run full speed at each other, and get a good get get warmed up a little bit, you know, get it going. And I'd say it's pretty physical from an O line standpoint. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't really take a day off at that position for sure at all. You gotta be mentally locked in for sure.
2: No, that's crazy that you just start off basically hitting another yeah. human
0: being. Well, that's yeah.
2: How you, Get you woken yeah. up. Because we would, we would always – I think we would usually start off in the chute. Yeah. You know, I mean, you'd have to run through the chute. Yeah. And, uh, then Coach Mullins had actually invented these things called toe boards Yeah. It was basically like he took – like instead of like the ropes, he had mm-hmm. made it out of two-by-fours. Because in offensive I mean you don't – you know, you're not yeah. doing high knees on you know, the court. I mean, down the field, short stoppage, choppy
0: step. So
2: we'd have to do the toe boards. And so you're like, oh, God. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Do that every freaking day. You know, you could could bet that you would have a period on there and you'd look on it to be shoots. Then you'd look at the period and like, okay, toe boards.
0: Oh, God. This is more
2: than one period. Yeah.
1: So growing up, in Little Rock, who who were you a fan of
0: football-wise? You know, my neighbor was – I don't know if you all know him. His name is Jason King. I don't know if you guys knew him. He went to PA. He played at Purdue and then went on to play for the Patriots for a couple of years. Uh, he's about five years older than me, but I just remember – he was my neighbor too. I remember him at PA, big left tackle. You know, I, he wore number 72. That's why I wore number 72 in high school. Uh, you know, I really looked up to him. and. He's been a great person of contact for me through the years of getting through yeah. Notre Dame, you know. And I texted him and talking to him about college football and how crazy it is, you know, mm. trying to figure some stuff out. And he ended up going to the Patriots um for a couple of years, going to a Super Bowl. I think it was the year they lost to the Eagles. And uh, the Yeah, I think that was the year. So he went to the oh, Super Bowl, didn't get a ring, but uh he retired after a couple of years and yeah. For sure, him. Yeah,
2: because he made he made the news when he retired. He's just like I don't want to do it anymore.
0: Yeah, just don't. He's a great player. What was his name? Jason King. King. Jason Key. Okay. King. 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 Like crown. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. um. Uh, so what are there offensive linemen you looked up to uh, besides him that you um,
0: watch their game a lot? I know Tyrone Smith for sure for the Cowboys. Yeah, he was a physical beast. I mean, I loved watching him. Uh, Andrew Whitworth, yeah, Taylor the One are really the guys that I kind of followed throughout high school. Um, and my uh, my uncle knew uh, Andrew Whitworth's cousin or something and got us set up on a phone call or something. You know, he went to LSU, and I talked to him. I talked to him one time in high school and. I was all fan boy. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is crazy!" And I was just talking to him about college and recruiting and things like that. And you know, he retired. I think he retired this year after yeah. they were yeah. he, several. He last year, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: he
2: a, did. He yeah, he, yeah, he won the of last year.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a great player and even a better person. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But you see, I can see a I can see a lot of, of the Whitworth attitude in you. Because you went through that position battle this year, and his attitude at Cincinnati was draft another left tackle and watch me beat him out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I mean, because I heard – that's one thing I always remember about Andrew Whitworth is like, go ahead, draft somebody to try to replace me and watch me beat him out.
0: Because mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. they're
2: always
1: looking for that guy that's better
2: than you. Yep,
0: they are.
1: Yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Who were the offensive linemen you looked up to?
2: Anthony Munoz. Um, Tony Mandrich, which how yeah. that worked out with the pros, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I didn't play like any of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mine was mine was Anthony Munoz, um, Eric Williams, Larry Allen, the Cowboys' offensive line back in the Evan Smith days.
0: Larry Allen
2: was
1: a freak. That whole line was just yeah, I know.
2: Nate Allen, it's hard not to love Nate Allen, even though he went to prison. Uh,
1: <laughs> Jumbo Elliott played for the Giants. I just like his name was Jumbo too. I thought Jumbo,
0: that was, yeah. It seems that, was,
1: awesome. that was back when they were they were really good.
0: Well, um, what are you, what's your major? Sports management is my major. Um, I've got a minor. I'm getting a minor in marketing as well. Uh, I'm actually in my last class that I'll ever have to take before I graduate this semester. Um, because I whenever I transferred from. Notre Dame, only six of my 30 credits transferred with me. So I really had to <laughs> – I kind of had to really restart when I first got here, like a freshman year, and taking summer classes. So this will be – I guess I'll graduate in nine semesters. This is my ninth semester total. How did but they not –
1: that's weird they didn't – I mean, because Notre Dame's like
0: – Yeah. Top yeah I, was, I had a big – I had a long conversation with my counselor about that one, uh, for sure. I was pretty upset. Yeah, there's a, a whole year of classes, you know? Yeah. They said, oh, those are Notre Dame classes, those don't correlate. And I was like, All right, whatever. I finally gave up after a couple hours of debating back and forth. Yeah, I, mean, I'm like, I think yeah.
2: it at some point three hours of English is three hours of English. You right. Know what yeah. What I'm saying, yeah. I did now I you know, I went, I didn't go play college ball or out of college. I took a I took a gap year or two. Mm-hmm. But now when I went to play, I remember I had to I got called in the coach's office like, hey, Clint, your um your hours aren't counting for for um, Aaron, what is it called? The remedial math, whatever it was called. Because you know, I wasn't, you know, I didn't always apply myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember Coach Williams put the office like coach because we got to get you two, we gotta get two more hours, you're gonna be ineligible. Which I mean, listen, they wouldn't have noticed. Uh, <laughs> i wouldn't have got any less playing time i'll just leave it at that um but i remember that's how i ended up in folk and square dance
1: oh, so, okay.
2: yeah i literally told the entire story just to tell you i took folk and square dancing yes,
1: <laughs> so what do you, what you what want to be doing? with that degree luke what'd you say what do you want to do with that degree you got any ideas
0: um and you know i was talking to my dad about this a couple of weeks ago you know, I've been around and doing football my whole entire life, and it's something I really know a lot of. And I might want to pursue into coaching after this. You know, if I try to go to the NFL, it doesn't work out, or um, who knows what's going to happen after this year. Um, but it's just something I'm very knowledgeable of, and something I've been around my whole entire life. You know, and maybe coaching will work out for me, maybe not. You know, I'm in a internship program right now with a real estate company up in Northwest Arkansas. That's been awesome and maybe going to real estate after this year is over who knows you know and just trying to figure all that stuff out though
1: well hey you know um just today jeff saturday the colts former center you know he got hired as the head coach of the colts really and only coaching he's done is high school oh my
0: god i didn't
1: didn't know that they fired frank wright the head coach and uh I'm salty
2: because I thought I was gonna get the job. Right, yeah. <laughs> love they gonna call. I thought they would call you, boy, Big C, like come coach the Colts. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah, Jim Mersey just didn't make that phone call. Yeah, but yeah.
0: Maybe you. That I had a missed call. Maybe that was it. called the yeah. wrong number on accident. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, no, that's cool, man. That's, I mean, you know, if so, if it's something you love, you know, of course, I know the dream is all, you know, is always out there for NFL, you know, and I yeah. – and take you know, of course, you're gonna take your shots there, hopefully, yeah. see what happens. And uh, that's good stuff. What do you like to do with your spare time? You got any hobbies? You got any? Uh, you know, Jordan Dominic educated us on anime,
0: yeah. I heard him talk about that in y'all's uh, podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a big anime guy. So Have uh, you
2: ever cosplayed Luke?
0: <laughs> no. No, I'm
2: not. You didn't me as the cosplay type guy. No, 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 <laughs>
0: no, no. but uh, I like to play Xbox, you know. Uh, I have a girlfriend here who plays soccer, who actually recently tore her ACL, so that's been keeping me pretty busy, uh, you know, taking care of her. Sure. Um, but when I do have free time, uh, I like to play Xbox with my buddies, you know, some guys on the O-line we play. It's funny, we actually play Minecraft. Uh, it's a, really kind of a kid's game. We wouldn't really expect a bunch of big offensive linemen to really play that game, but uh, hey. we My
2: 11-year-old was playing that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even joking with you. I wish, I, I, I mean, hey, I'm like, whatever entertains you, entertains you. I get it. I don't, I'm don't. i not begrudging you. I'm
0: just
2: yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like. <laughs> This makes no sense, but I've also realized I'm becoming, I'm becoming Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. Uh, <laughs> just I'm gonna be like, get off my lawn.
1: Well, we talked about a little bit about, uh, you know, you mentioned who the the biggest you know eater is for the old lineman or whatever, but what's your what's your spot to go to to eat in Fayetteville? What's the, like, if you have somebody come visit you, where are you where are you going to take them?
0: Oh man. That's a good question. You know, I like, I like, uh, those a lot. Y'all ever been to does? Um, I think I have. There's a long time there ago. To
2: be one in Little Rock. There may still yeah. be.
0: There, there's one in Little Rock. That's the original one is in Little Rock. Uh, they got one up here in Fayetteville. It's right on Dixon street. Um, I right buy JJ's, uh, great steak. Yeah. I like that place a lot. I take, uh, my girlfriend there, every time we have a little special occasion or something like that, but I'd say Doe's. And then there's another place uh, called Hugo's. It's like an underground kind of burger bar place. Pretty good. I like it. Cool. So,
2: now, I heard you say that your girlfriend played soccer. Yes, sir. Did you know anything about soccer before you started dating her? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not a thing. No, I did not. I did not.
2: Uh, you know, what's funny –
0: go ahead hey, he, he
1: learned real okay.
0: quick I, I did learn real quick that was my that was my end to get, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i knew So, it. what do you
1: think of pele <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: right.
2: i love brazilian <laughs> soccer
0: but <laughs> uh, we she uh we went to the same high school and we have been friends forever and then she's a year underneath me and then whenever i transferred out back here she was coming up here to play soccer and we kind of rekindled our relationship a little bit you know and it's been awesome getting to watch her play but you know like i said earlier unfortunately she tore acl a couple games ago and and going through that but she's a great you know she's a great hard worker you know and she's gonna she'll be all right you know i'm gonna hear you too No, did y'all watch Rec, welcome to wrexham together <laughs> no no but my dad had told me that we should for sure i was seen. okay that. yeah old man clint says check it out too all right there. i'll check it out Okay.
1: Here, I'm going to ask the question Clint normally ask. Uh He hadn't asked it yet. So uh, what's your pregame rituals? You got any pregame rituals, something you got to do to, to get ready, certain, certain socks you got to wear or, certain, you know, kind of certain things you got to eat or whatever?
0: I will say I am pretty superstitious about some certain things. You know, Friday nights in the hotel, I fill the bathtub up with real hot water, you know, and I sit in it, listen to music, kind of just hang out for like 10 minutes and I turn on really cold and then go to bed. That's something I do every single Friday. And then Saturdays, I make sure I don't step on cracks when I'm walking into the stadium. Any stadium, no matter where we are, I don't know. I've done it my whole entire life. It's so Is that, weird.
1: Does that go back to elementary? Like, just like
0: high school, not doing it. And um, I don't know why I do it, but it's always like a subconscious, like, <laughs> Don't step on.
1: Step on a crack, they'll tackle your quarterback. I might, I might, have, stepped
0: on, I might have stepped on a crack Saturday. walking into the Oh, no. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> stay away. Stay away. <laughs> so, uh,
2: I had a great point I was going to make, and I totally forgot it yeah. all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like it, it went away. It was here, and it just went away. It happens more as you get older, Luke. Yeah.
1: So, are you going to be a little more fired up? to play against uh, two former coaches and a couple former players
0: this week. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's definitely an underlying factor uh, going into Saturday, but I wouldn't say that's my biggest motivator for the game, you know. Try not to let all that stuff play into, you know, the mental game of like, oh my gosh, like that's ex-O-line coach and head coach, you know trying to stay away with that. But, you know, I know, obviously, I'm aware of that situation and mm. uh, like I'm going to play any less harder than I do on a normal Saturday, but it definitely plays into it for sure. I'd say. Yeah. You,
1: you can't, like you said, you can't focus too much on that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can, uh, you know, make some pancakes and look over at them, you know,
0: Towards the sideline a little bit, too. Yeah, that's
2: right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't what I was going to say when we had Reed Bauer on. He said that he, his traditions, he goes in, turns it on MTV, and it's always ridiculous, always yeah.
0: Ridiculous. And
2: yeah. he says, I said, what, what do you do if Ridiculous Knots on? He goes, it's never not been on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, his, it's his fifth year, and no matter where, it's pretty much Rob Dierdrick is always on TV. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And now every Friday night, if I'm flipping through the stations, I see ridiculousness. I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's watching yeah. I'm so yeah. like, Reed's got it on on his hotel.
0: <laughs> but it's
1: kind of it's neat because he said, you know, because even if you're in a different place, in a hotel or on the road somewhere, it's something familiar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he knows no matter what, they're going to have that channel and that's going to be on. So, something
0: to keep you grounded, you know, yeah, keep you yeah. distracted. So, anyway yeah.
1: but uh well man you know y'all got um y'all still got a tough tough track the rest of the season you know with you got LSU then you got Ole Miss uh and then uh Missouri, Missouri and that's it right three more games three
0: more,
1: and um I know the emphasis right now is you know of course fixing mistakes and 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 get, you know, just going out and getting back to Arkansas football. But um I know that bowl game still has a, you know, what what's it gonna mean to this team to get a to get a good bowl game this year?
0: You know, it means everything, you know, especially to the seniors that have been here the whole entire ride, you know, through Morris's last two and ten year, which I was here for that one, and then coming to where we are now to be bowl eligible three years in a row which I think whenever we are bowl eligible this year will be the third time in program history that we've ever been bowl eligible three times in a three years in a row you know and that's a big deal for us and you know obviously we want to finish out the year with the bay and go into a nice place in Florida or wherever wherever our bowl game is you know last year was we got the opportunity to go to the Outback Bowl in Tampa Bay and you know that's also a big motivating factor for us too because you know we want to finish the year out like mm-hmm. I said, with the bang, you know, with a nice little trip, fun game, finish it out, get a little trophy, and then that's it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, when you got when you first got to back to Arkansas, did you have a welcome to the SEC moment where you're just like, okay, this is this, I'm I in did. the
0: SEC. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> tell us about did, it. And I tell, and this is a story I tell. Tell people for sure because when they asked me that, uh, 2020 first game I've ever played, Georgia. We we're playing Georgia at home, you know. And I had gone in, I think it was the second series I got in. You know, Jordan Davis, you guys know Jordan Davis is you know, big, oh, yeah, Georgia D lineman, you know. Yeah, this was in 2020, like right when he was getting all the hype, and you know, we ran a we had a god, <laughs> the stores. <We'd> <laughs> Well, you run a reverse, you know, and I was playing left guard and everyone's running that way. Next thing you know, everyone's turning back. And I saw Jordan Davis, is like, all right, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go put a lick on him, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hit him. And I ran full speed and he had saw me and dropped down just a little bit lower than me. And when I hit him, I got hit a brick wall and I just got jolted back. <laughs> he like, he kind of like let out a low laugh. And I was like, oh boy. You know that was that was pretty embarrassing. You know, but that was definitely my welcome to the SEC. I think that was probably the third play I've ever played. You know, that was my first year I was eligible and getting going. It was. I remember that like it was yesterday. So <laughs> you probably with this kid. Yeah, he was like, "Who's this guy?"
1: <laughs> now, how did that go in the film session? Did it go? Uh...
0: Oh man. I don't, I don't, I don't remember, but I'm sure it wasn't good. I'm sure it was. I'm sure we called the
1: coach called it out and it was like, oh boy, not a good deal. Well, uh, of course mine wasn't near as good of an athlete, but in high school one time I had a um a linebacker that he our running back, I went and blocked my guy and our running back was still like still up breaking tackles and kind of dancing around over to the side, and I'm like, well, I need to go block somebody else. And right as I turned, now this guy was all state linebacker, but he was smaller than me, okay? He hit me right I mean, as I was turning.
2: Obviously. Right, right <laughs> as I was turning.
1: And, dude, Luke, I literally, my hands did this. We're all <laughs> And this was in the 90s, okay? So we didn't have digital recording stuff my coach in the film sessions with a vcr tape is running it back with that little dial thing and showing it look at look at earth you know one of my nicknames was earthquake back then <laughs> look at earthquake <laughs> so he showed it like 50 times man it was horrible oh. It was the worst feeling ever anyway but <laughs> good story
2: man, quite like being humiliated via vhs
1: that's right yeah <laughs> right. right but i think everybody has those kind of things right you get, yeah you everyone, kind of,
0: everyone's been through that. that i mean they've had to have
1: you know so many moving parts and everything you know oh, yeah. everyone has those plays for sure Guaranteed. now what Um. Uh, you know and i know one of the things that we just 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 kind of a question i have for you um One of the things, you know, y'all run kind of both two main times of blocking schemes. Y'all run the zone blocking scheme. And then y'all will run a kind of a gap blocking scheme also. (laughs) Which would you rather do? Would you rather do the zone or would you
0: rather do the gap? Man, it depends. I like zone. I like zone scheme because I feel feel like it's less. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's all—it's all kind of the same. They all flow together. But I'd probably say zone is my is more favorable to me than gap scheme. Not that I don't like pulling. I do like pulling, but I will say it's easier to create those big holes for rocket to shoot on through. You know, and it's you know because we know he's gonna see the, any, the slightest hole. You know, and then once we see him in there, we can expand it all quick. And but I like gap scheme too. You know, we've. We've had a pretty, we've had we've had a couple of big runs on gasking this year too, and it's always it's always fun pulling when you see someone running full speed at you, you know, ducking their head right into you. You guys got to, try to get a little bit lower, you know. Yeah. Going to be put on national television as a highlight for that guy. So that's right. Yeah. yeah. I think Gatskin's a little more stressful. I guess you could say, you know.
1: You you probably ran mostly zone in high school, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah.
1: figured. I figured that's. They uh, did
0: have a couple of switch plays where they pulled me around, but. Mainly, we ran spread in high school. Like they're probably we probably pass it seventy five percent of the game, just pass pro over and over and over and over.
1: Going back to that, you think you're uh, you think your high school coach is going to be back in coaching soon?
0: I don't know. You know, I don't know. He's you know he's knows everything about football that you could that I can in, You know, and I you think know, he's a great coach. And I think if he wanted to, he would. You know, I think he's. Kind of figuring out what he wants to do, and he's doing some podcasts and stuff. You know, I went on a podcast with him the other day, a couple of weeks ago, with him and some other guys, and just talking football. You know, he's very knowledgeable, and I'm interested to see what he does. You know, I think he'd get back into it, no, if he wanted. Yeah,
2: if he wants to, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's really upset. Any him. high
2: school that has an opening, if Kevin Kelly wants, yeah, right? It's for sure. Kevin Kelly's going to get that.
1: Going to get phone calls for sure. Yeah, he's in
0: Arkansas. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. Legend,
1: yeah. yeah I, I'm uh, I live down here close to close to Camden. Yeah, did you ever play Camden when you were there? I don't think I did. I don't
0: mm-hmm. think y'all did either. I think uh,
1: Camden played y'all when Broderick Green was there. Oh, a day long time ago, yeah. and they uh, y'all beat them in the semifinals, but yeah but Camden's one of those teams, you know, that has, they always have good athletes, you know, a lot of, lots of speed up and down. I'd love to see Kevin Kelly on a team like that, you know, where it's, you know, like nothing but, you know, speed guys, see what he, what he could do with that because for sure, you know, where he's got a bunch of a um, bunch of good, really good. I mean, not, not that y'all didn't have good athletes at PA, no. but, Y'all were very – was,
0: That was the thing, though. You know, his scheme was so good that we really didn't have that amazing athlete yeah. class, you know. I mean, we had some really good players, you know. Um, but in terms of, you know, people talk from the outside, I mean, that was, that was a trend that would be said about PA. You know, we don't really have the best athletes, but we have the scheme and we have the knowledge and we have the want to, you know. Now,
2: if I'm bringing up a sore subject here, I'm sorry. But I literally – did you win any state championships when you were at PA? I mean, I figured you did. I mean, like they win it every other year, but I'm like, I'm like, I he I didn't want to be that one guy.
1: You won four.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have. I would have worked that into conversation if it was me.
0: That's
2: right. I it was that won four state titles, and- we
0: won, uh, Yeah, every year <laughs> I was on the team. know, I mean, We're the only class, my class, that has done that. I think. No, I actually think that this year. If they win, they will have four-peated. because I'm pretty sure they won it three years in a row. If I'm not wrong,
2: because they knocked out our alma mater last year, yeah. Went to both played for Greenbrier. Oh yeah, so it was it was one of them deals that they knew when PA played Greenbrier was the championship game, but it was in yeah. the cinema. Yeah, so
0: yeah, then y'all.
1: Well, who who did y'all beat in the finals? Do you remember?
0: Of those four uh win twice and then mcclellan twice win twice wow, about those mcclellan games you
1: played in those those were intense weren't they
0: oh man those were some yeah they had a uh, pierre strong was on mcclellan uh he's in the nfl right now he went yeah. to south dakota state north Dakota state south dakota yeah something like that and he's in the he's in the nfl i remember him he was a freak uh Actually, the only time I punted in my entire career, or not me, I mean I didn't punt, but you know we punted, was the last very last play I ever played, and it was fourth and twenty-seven, and we were on our own two-yard line, up by, I think one point, in the state championship game my senior year, and we had punted it out, and then they got the ball, and we made a stop and won the game by one, and (laughs) I almost made it, almost made it, four years without punting the ball.
1: To the very last play,
2: did uh? Now hey, if there's ever a time to punt, fourth and twenty-seven, up by one in the state championship game
0: from yeah, your from own two, <laughs> yeah. probably you can probably. guys. we've gone for it from those spots too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I don't, I don't yeah, know. But
1: that McClellan team was pretty solid.
0: They were for sure.
1: So he, yeah. that was a decision Kelly had to
0: make there. I'm yeah. sure. I'm
1: sure it hurt him to do it.
0: But yeah, what year did y'all play at uh, Greenberg? Because my dad played at PA and uh, graduated in '88 or '89, something. Yeah, I graduated you, in '94. You graduated in '94. But
2: no, back yeah. then, Luke, a long, long time ago, That's right. there were four classifications. There, there were five classifications. At Greenberg. Yeah. B, Which was all the basketball schools that didn't have football, A, double AA, A, triple A, and 4A. And that
1: yeah. was it. And mm-hmm. Greenbrier back then was just two A. Yeah. So we I think they were like
2: seventeen A. There's an
0: eighteen A.
1: Yeah. Play
0: Texas.
1: Yeah. A yeah. hey, and P A. They're doing good this year, but they're gonna have it tough in that six A playoff.
0: Yeah, I haven't really.
1: You know, six A. You know, they moved up to six A this year.
0: Yeah.
1: And six A's got Greenwood. Little Rock Christian, uh, Russellville, uh, which I don't know if Russellville is that good, but like El Dorado, you know, six, eight, you know, uh, Whitehall moved in Pulaski Robinson. I mean, there's some, there's some stud teams Mm -hmm. in that, uh, in the, in the six, a it's, it's probably maybe the most competitive conference.
0: Yeah. I need to keep up with it. Uh, I haven't really kept up with them in really the past two years. Uh, but I've heard they've been doing good, and oh yeah, I'm sure, Coach. I'm sure Coach Lucas will have a good plan. You know, he's, oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome.
2: So, That's so, Luke, which one when you were on your recruiting visits, which place gave you the best meal? Best meal? Best meal. I don't, I don't, I don't care about the parties. Don't care about anything like that. Don't care about how good looking the girls were. Which one had I, the best meal?
0: I'm trying to remember. Back then, <laughs> it was almost. Five years ago, <laughs> oh boy,
1: was Notre Dame and Arkansas the only places
0: you visited? Uh, yeah, official visits. Those were the only official visits I had gone on. Yeah, because yeah. that was a weird time. It was a weird the recruiting process. Is weird, you know. I... Yeah, yeah. Now, when you go on the road, which cities had the best food? I'd probably say I'd take Fabio. Fabio, hey, you think? I'd take Fable for sure. After being a South Bend for a year, I'd say Fable. Okay, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah,
2: I've got a feeling they do it better in Arkansas than they do it in Indiana. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. There's a bunch of corn dishes in Indiana. Yeah. Corn and wheat.
1: All right. We, we've asked this question of some of the other players, too. Clint, this is normally a Clint question, too. But which team that you played against has the best fans?
0: Best hecklers. Who, who gives you Make oh, you laugh or just oh Miss, Oh Miss. They are ruthless. They right. are just, <laughs> They are ruthless. Yeah.
1: All them hottie toddies.
0: I remember last year uh, when we had, boy, that whole game was just crazy. And then I remember after the two-point year version, it was just our parents' section was right next to their student section. You know, and there's like it's kind of like inverted like this. In the corner of the end zone, I just remember I looked over at the end of the game, you know, obviously we had not gotten the two-point conversion and we were all like, oh gosh, and I was trying to find my parents and all the students were yelling at our parents and everyone was yelling back and forth and it was a whole commotion and I just remember my dad, my dad's a super nice guy, doesn't really get affected by much of it, was like, those are the most annoying fans of just constantly, like, you know, yelling and heckling and all that stuff, so I probably have to say "Oh Miss for sure. Yeah.
2: See, Reed shocked He said it was Colorado State had some. I
0: wasn't here for that. I wasn't here for well,
1: that. He had a run in with the mascot or something.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, yeah. While, while, he was, while he was warming up or something, the mascot did something to him. And <laughs> he was <laughs> like, is this really happening? <laughs> like, We're gonna get this guy. <laughs> well, Luke Jones, man, we appreciate you big time coming on here. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Mm-hmm. And um uh, I'm going to stop recording here in just a minute, but, um, uh, I just want to, but stay on after we stop recording. I want to, we'll chat with you a little more before we let you go. But, uh just want to say thanks, man, for coming on here. Like I said, we're big fans. We're rooting for you, man. And, uh, I know that, uh, last week you got to flush that, but man, keep going forward. We'll be rooting for you. And, uh, there are some fans out there that are level-headed and. Hopefully, we are sometimes. I can't say that for Clint. He gets a emotional.
2: <laughs> I, 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 get, I get emotional. No. But I will be there in Columbia, Missouri on the second row pulling for you. All right. Uh, in the Missouri section, giving them hell.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. That's right. Thank you all for having me on. You know, very yeah. fortunate to be on this podcast with you guys. I had a great time tonight.
1: Oh, cool, man. Well, once again, we appreciate having a, a real uh, football player on uh you know
2: in the hey, trenches
1: we'll take those other positions you know we'll have them on here they're <laughs> they're people too they're people right too. right we we love them they're people too but but um we we understand we understand what it's like when the you know mm-hmm. coach says yeah you're a lineman go, mm-hmm. go nope don't touch the ball unless you're a sinner
0: <laughs> over there in those pads
1: yeah if there's a fumble, just fall on it. Don't you no, dare no. pick it up. <laughs> no,
2: coach tell you this:
1: no, no scooping score for you, buddy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, got folks. Thanks for watching and listening. Um, once again, you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Google. Travis's Farmers Amazon, Only FarmersOnly I'm there with my brick green tractor. Not really. Um, but thank you, Luke. Big C. Decent job. Decent job.
2: Decent. I do better.
1: Hey, let's uh, catch a tiger by the tail and whip that sucker back to Louisiana. How about you, Luke?
0: Absolutely. Let's do it. Sweat. What?
2: on a shame these prayers breaking up hard drives so I can sow the sea. in a
0: fret and no aches and pain love knows I gotta follow his lead that's why I swear when I